I'm, I am now drinking, You're drinking a, a Limerita. Uh, Limerita. Because apparently your trailer was blown away in the tornado. Limerita! Limerita! Say, this is a uh, this is a dark. I'm gonna start uh, chanting body armor because that's the kind of healthy no, shit not. I was drinking. It's, it's not. Oh God, we're doing it's it for not. PR now. Here we go. <laughs> oh shit. There you go. So this is a dark ounce. How many uh, dark tradition of drinking limeritas? How many imperial fluid ounces anything. of uh, beer is that? That is 25 fluid ounces. Live from Fitzgerald's in St. Paul, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. Anybody want to be interviewed about shit? Hey, how's it going, guys? Ronald. 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 Uh, no, Ronald wants to be asked about things. No, no, no. no. So here's the thing. Uh, Ronald. Uh, the mixer. Ronald's brother missed the goddamn bus on the way up here. So how about you talk about your brother and how the fuck he missed the bus? Oh, he overslept and his phone was on silent. So now we found a ride, and he's going to meet us down there, and he's on his own on his way back. So we got a separate ride down. Yep. (laughs) He had his phone on silent, and he missed a bus that was leaving at literally 4.45 in the morning. Correct? Correct. (laughs) All right. What, What do you guys think about this? About him missing the bus? Yes. I don't know. I guess it's kind of, he's kind of shit out of luck then. You know, he should have set up an alarm. That's what I did. Can I ask what your guys' names are? Can you introduce yourself for the uh, podcast? Sure. Uh, my name is Andrew. I'm Helen. So, Andrew so Helen. he paid for the bus, right? I assume so. Yeah, no, no, he absolutely, he, he absolutely, he absolutely fucking did pay for the bus. <laughs> so. What a huge mistake. So, let me ask you something. How long have you guys been dating? Uh, five years. You corroborate? Yes. How long have you been sleeping together? Apparently six years. Six years? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Whoa! Hard journalism. Whoa. So, let me, let me ask you something. Uh, how old are you, Andrew? I am 22. So, you, you've been having sex since you were 16 years old? Apparently so. <laughs> so, let me get this straight, okay? You're on the back of a school bus. It's 11 o'clock at night. You're coming back from a road chess tournament that you guys both happen to be participating in. Uh, you sit down next to this young lady. What uh, what goes on in your mind and really in your heart when that happens? That's a loaded question. Loaded with truth? Sure, that's one way. 
Let me ask you a question, Helen, okay? Are you listening? Are you paying attention? Okay, so uh, you're 16 years old. I, you guys, I, I don't know why I think you're the same age, but let's, let's go with that, okay? Uh, because if you were 16, then Lord knows you better have been pretty close. Um, so you're 13 years old. The 16-year-old comes up to you. You're on the way to you're on the way to uh, the one act uh, play competition in uh, Waconia. You're part of the tech crew. He's working lights, and he sits down next to you. And this is cool. You got a 16 year old kid. You're just trying. You, you know, you're just going to be in high school next year. You're trying to be cool. He's a, he probably he, uh, is a super cool dude. Yeah. He he sits down next to you and he says hi. My name is Jackson. It's not you don't know that's not his name right now, but he's trying to be fucking cool. He's he's trying to you know set up a personality for himself and what 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 do you how do you react to that um i'm not sure you know you don't even remember <laughs> no because i never went to waconia <laughs> so let me <laughs> i love that that's the part the part of that story she pointed out that was not true like no did not go to waconia well, that, is, that is a lie <laughs> i mean to be fair my wife is six years un- younger than i am so I mean, I don't know. But you, didn't, you didn't meet her when you were 16. I did not. <laughs> so, did you meet so, your wife when you were 16? They're not, they're not married. 18? They're not married. Yeah, no, we're not married. So it, let it, me ask it, you something. What, what's how the, old what's were you when really? you met your, yeah. What's the delay met? in getting married? Why don't you ask that que- answer that question? Uh, I don't have a job. And, uh, okay, that's a start. Yeah, and I'm a pretty traditional guy, so I'm of the firm belief until I have something to offer. Eh, you know. You know, I'm I'm such a traditional guy that I think I won't even date a woman until I have something to offer. What do you think about that? Well, you know, shit happens. I'm <laughs> I, I'm not traditional at all. I proposed to my wife uh, when I have lost my job. Actually, as a he, matter of fact, he, he continues to have nothing to offer. I have, to her. I, I literally have nothing to offer my wife. Yeah. So and Helen, she continues to uh, like want to, be, to What's it like to be with a, a jobless guy who won't pop the question? I. It's all right. I know he's looking. I know Wait, he's how trying, old are so. you guys? You know he's looking for what? Just work, you know. <laughs> but how, but how old are you guys? It's a dark direction. <laughs> Wait, so when, <laughs> so when you, Andrew, when you feel lonely, where do you turn to try and brush off the encroaching darkness? Browsers. His favorite pornography site. And you're laughing because you knew that that was true. Uh, Helen, what's your response when he says that? All right, I'm out. I'm, no I'm comment. out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm no out. No comment. No I'm comment. Out. I'm out. Your comment is I'm only out. that that sounds about I'm right. Out. Okay. And when, and I'll ask you the same question, Helen. When, when life gets you down, when the 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 grim reaper's scythe swings lower and lower toward your heart, uh, what do you do to to fight it back? I don't know, like... Just say Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. All right, well, this has been a, a hard-hitting interview. Uh, thank you guys for being such good sports. We're not trying to... It, we're, we'll change your names. We're going to go in the, and edit, and we're going to change your names to something else, okay? What name would you like your name to be in the, the pod? Esteban. Esteban. Okay, so Andrew is Esteban. Roxanne. <laughs> Roxanne is somebody she saw on Pornhub just this morning. <laughs> Thank you guys for for being good sports. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, 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 we do our-
Someone spend a lifetime trying to find a reason, but we do our thing, son. War takes prisoners, and I ain't trying to be one. No apologies, no complaints, and no refunds. It's bad work to be done. Uh, we uh, do our thing, son. Hey, may say I'm just a dream. Oh, well, at least we're here. Okay. We really wait, did it. I hit the record to, button. Way to click uh, record. That's good. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's all right. That's helpful. Um, so, so we're back. Uh, excited to be back. Um, and we don't have a game to talk about looking forward to this week, so we're going to have a lot of happy time looking backward on uh, the game that was. Right. Uh, how's your week been? Happy t- is happy time? Well, there's, there's some good happy moments, but generally. Uh, week was good. Um, I eventually fell asleep on the bus, so that was... It was tough, that wasn't was it? Good. Yeah. Well, I didn't fall. I didn't sleep on Friday night, so I was up for almost 48 straight hours before I actually fell asleep. So that was a thing over the weekend. I, I probably still got seven hours the night uh, that you know after we went. So okay. Yeah. I did yeah no. Right. I I had a, so I, I got we got home uh, around 3 a.m. and then um, I had to work on Sunday. And I had to be on Lindale for Open Streets at like 10 a.m. to get my my booth set up for for my uh, my nonprofit gig uh, that I do that pays the bills. Um, and so that was a that was I got home from that and I was out in the sun all day. So I got home and basically pretty much passed out at like 8 8 p.m. on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, good for uh, you. I'm yeah. glad you got a couple no, of links there. It was a good. Uh, it was a good weekend. Like everything, like outside of the result of the game, it was an amazing weekend with good friends. Yep. And uh, I again suggest always, like if you can get an opportunity to go on a bus down to a, on uh, bus. a soccer match with uh, a bunch of dark clouds, you absolutely should do it. So absolutely. So um, looking back on that, uh, we have a ton. A ton is a strong word. Uh, we got a lot of great content interviewing people on the bus talking to them about their excitement going down about what they hoped for the game and just kind of shooting the shit with them in general so uh, because we don't have a game to look forward to we're going to have the open cup next week but there's no weekend game this week what we're going to do is we are going to show you some of the highlights of our trip down we had a great bus ride down I'd say a more wakeful bus ride down than it was (laughs) back up Um, we're going to show you some of those highlights uh, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, the game itself yeah we're going to let you hear some of those highlights. We're not actually going to show you those highlights. No, no. Unless you were on the bus or saw some of the pictures from on the bus, you did not actually see any of the That's the premium content right there that is, is actually yeah. being there for you. Uh, you know, if we get some, a Patreon account here eventually, maybe right, we right, can right, do right. that. So. God. Let's jump into these uh, bus clips. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll listen to what folks had to say on the bus, and then we'll come back and actually talk about the game itself. My past plagued by a plethora of regrets in my agonist age. I'm a question of a precepts. If we left the staff in place to blaze the path, then uh, the shackles take up on a separate at each step. The chain ball speaking impotent to contact. I'm trained not to be a militant to combat. Upon that frame, the shot pop a name saying, yeah, The game soft be the will of him who want that. Yo said to be the idiot in my poetry. Yeah, the broke fed upon the brilliance of poetry. Lord of beasts and folks spread. I had go now. The quote. By the building and support of me. The tag shams, but a negligent critique. While some had a chance, others fester in the disease. The kidneys, the pack, the jam, and I get at your uh, goddamn expressing the best belief. Uh. So, uh, what are we going to be doing on the bus ride down here? Obviously, we're. Uh, well, 
Drinking. Drinking. We, okay. We've been doing that. I've been doing that since five, since 4.30 a.m., actually. It's not really day drinking if I've, the sun hasn't come up yet, is it? It's not really day drinking if you don't stop drinking. Oh, that's true, yeah. I guess I stopped drinking at 3, at 3 a.m. Right. So sun was still set. When you just never stop drinking, it, it's not, it's not day drinking so much as it's the dark, <laughs> haunting specter of it's, yeah, substance it's, abuse. It's, it's more like yeah, similar. You, just, you just keep drinking. Yeah. Eh, so, yeah. What I said. So is that. So, hey, so, uh, so we are interviewing Ben. Uh, ben Kraskanye, who is... Is that really how you pronounce your name? Kraskanye. Yeah. Like Vern Gagne. Yeah, like, like Vern Gagne. Like, like the professional wrestler who, okay. like, killed somebody. But Well, <laughs> it pissed him off. It's the same thing. <laughs> he, he pissed him off. Okay. It's his defense. All right, anyways. He had dementia, so... Yeah, I mean, he did. It's He was also... He also he got, like, a bunch of concussions, so he probably... That's why he has yeah, 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 I had to mention it. He, he is dead. So, do you want me to just hand the mic over to him? Because nobody can hear him. They can just hear you muttering to yourself, yeah. is what it sounds like. Give him the mic. <laughs> podcast on the bus doesn't work well. Yeah, podcast on the bus. Podcast Ooh. on the bus. All right, so, hey, so we're on the bus. We're going Ooh. to Kansas City. We are on the bus. How many people are coming down to Kansas City uh, via the dark clouds right now? The Dark Clouds, there's over 150 of us coming to Kansas City, 45 of us on the bus here, uh, and the rest of us will meet us down at the tailgate, driving themselves, spending some time in KC, eating some barbecue. It's a good time. That's fucking awesome. Um, is this, like, so is, where in relation to uh, the biggest Dark Cloud uh, way, way parties is this? This one anticipated should be the largest Dark Cloud away travel trip that we've had to date. Portland was the previous. At 153, I think we'll beat that. Okay, cool. All right, um, so are we going to win? Like, and But be fucking serious. Like, don't are, fucking are we gonna, words. Are we going to win? That's a, well, I mean, no, seriously, are we going to win? Don't fucking mince words. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slam my... Uh, Limerita? My, my Limerita here right now. I hope you have a second one. About yeah, well, I d- somewhere down on the other side. The well, good. I do. Uh, I... I don't think we're going to win. It's Kansas City hasn't lost at home this year. We're very depleted with players. Oh, you it's, motherfucker. We're not, we're not. That's realistic. Are we going to win me as a Minnesota United supporter? Oh, hell yeah. 3 nothing. But, real, but realistically, what, what, is, what, is the, what is the end result here? I'm going to guess probably like 3-1. Kansas City's got too much firepower. Uh, fuck you. Why the fuck are you leading this shit, man? Like, it's a... We if, support if the team else, no matter what. It's a, I, we do. Obviously, we do. But it's a 2-2 draw at, at the very least. It's a 2-2 draw. You it, you asked me realistically. I told you realistically. I But I but I really don't care about you realistically. I really care about you being a fanboy. Hypothetically, you care about me. Team. No, I, but actually, you don't care no, about I me at all. I care about you being a fanboy of this team, and it's two-two. It's a two-two draw. All oh, right, I'm in. I'm in a five-zero-five-no win at the minimum. Okay, good. There you go. Five-five-no <laughs> win from uh, from uh, BKG. BKG, who was uh, organizing this uh, trip. So yeah, Very BKG, good. give us a five-five nothing win. Dave Martin, um, what do you actually? I mean, we predicted our. Have you have you changed your prediction? 
Uh, Since then, I've already indicated that I think that Sporting Kansas City wins two to one. Um, they've scored but, six. But but what for the the lineup changes? I was aware of the lineup changes when I indicated that. <laughs> the, actually, the only the only major lineup change that I hadn't factored in was that actually we got uh, we got Matt Beasler back from the U.S. Men's National Team. He's not going to be playing with them. He's going to be there today, so um, that doesn't help things. Um, not that I'm a huge fan of Beasler's at this point, anyways, but uh, I still think a two to one win. Uh, Sporting Kansas City scored 16 goals so far this year. Uh, three of them have come on the road. The rest of them come at home. They're good at home. They're not so good on the road. That's my call. All right, I, I'm still sticking with my one-one draw. I'd take that today. I would, I would absolutely take I that would today. Ha- I'd be singing and on the bus. That's kind of what I was thinking. That I, I would take that a one-one draw, um, with all of the people. I mean, that was also presuming Beasler uh, gone. Um, I'll right. still keep that with Beasler coming back for for a match. Um, yeah, I would. I would still take a one-one draw. Awesome. So, Jack is a uh, newer dark cloud, right? First year. First year. What What caused you to decide you wanted to join? Um. Oh golly. <laughs> uh. He says golly. He's clearly a dark cloud, not a <laughs> not a true north yeah, elite. And he's drinking, so yeah. I joined because we were going to get season tickets, and one Samantha McDonald Solberg, mm-hmm. very avid Dark Cloud and longtime friend, friend of the podcast, friend of the program. Well, her her husband is an enemy of the podcast, but in a, in yeah, also those alcohol. are the same things. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, she persuaded us to go all in and join the Dark Clouds. And now, now we're here. You're All right. Good. So, so you, you 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 do some shit for the dark clouds, right? Cool. Yes. You don't have to hold it down in his bosom. He doesn't have to. I don't really. You can care. hold it out really so he can care. fucking project you know, here. Fuck it. So yes. uh, t- tell us what you do for the dark clouds. I. Oh my god. My Again, stop ho- stop asleep. holding it in his breasts. Hold it up. Yeah. Take the uh, mic. I Talk into the lights I work, with a little LED. I work with David Zeller on membership benefit, <laughs> partnering with local businesses. You snag any? No. Okay. Real low we'll batting up. average. No. Okay. <laughs> keep working hard. I, I'm the winner. I, I had one. So I had one on the hook once, and then Zeller demanded to come to the. Meeting, and that was the last we saw of that particular oh. business. Oh, it was that before be- or after you shaved your beard, Seller? Ooh, before. yeah, it was, it before. was before. Well, there you go. I don't know. It's a correlation What's causation thing, but I it think is. it's. <laughs> I think it's a hundred percent a causation. Yeah. yeah. If I had to throw my lot in with one or the other, I'm pretty sure Zeller torpedoed right. that. Thanks, Seller. Yeah. So, um, uh, how long have you been a soccer fan? Uh, I've been a soccer fan since 2006. Wow. Yep. So how many Eleven. years is that? Oh, sh- 11. 11. <laughs> he had knowledge, <laughs> access to that knowledge that I did not. <laughs> uh, so um, you did you start following uh, soccer? So you went to Kansas. Correct. Assume, right. Uh, were you following soccer more local to there? Were you following U.S. soccer? Or is it just European uh, stuff? Originally, it was my sophomore year of college. I started following during the 06 World Cup. 
Okay. And my two favorite teams, Spain and the Netherlands, were sort of led by two Arsenal players. So I became an Arsenal fan. Okay. And that was right as sporting, well, previously the Wizards, but they were becoming sporting, mm -hmm. KC, and they were building the new stadium. And so uh, I followed them primarily. Because that was, for you, as regional as it got. Yeah. Right? Okay. They were right next door. Excellent. So, and, and now it's all Minnesota? Or do you have a secret flame for uh, Sporting Kansas City? Uh, no. I like some of their American players. I like Beasley and I like Oh, Zuzzi God. This took a dark, xenophobic turn here. Like, I like their oh, American players. I like the players. Americans. Like, oh, specifically, build, Christ, a, build a wall Jesus around the Christ. stadium. Otherwise, yeah. Wow. I didn't realize this was going to be hard-hitting journalism here. Yeah, wow. Okay. Um, what don't you like about some of the uh, non-American players? Can you tell us? Are there particular players? I'm thinking uh, uh, Saad Abdul Salam, for that, instance. This is more of that gotcha journalism we were talking about before the podcast started, isn't uh, yeah, it? Yeah, the kind of gotcha journalism <laughs> where I use your own words yeah, against where I you. Walk yeah, right into it. yeah, where you just volunteer your xenophobia. Yeah, that kind of journalism. To perhaps reword what I said, I still like Beasler and Zussi and Fielhaber when they're playing for the American team. Sure. Uh, but no, I do not follow sporting. I do okay. have two Omar Bravo bobbleheads from about a decade ago. That's, who else would you have? Yeah, Come on, he's the, the obvious name. He's the face of sporting Kansas City for as long as I can remember. So what is the um, what is the wildest time you've had hanging out, either whether it's the dark clouds or in a soccer context? What's the wildest time you've ever had? He's looking to his significant other right now, who might presume to be a significant other. This, this, you guys could not be anything. I don't know what's no, going on. No, just needed a date for this bus trip. You guys don't you even know each other, do you? can't show up here solo. Okay, yeah. This okay, so you're and one, right? Yeah. Uh, you're staring at your and one now looking for inspiration. What is what is your, your wildest time in wildest a soccer context? dark clouds. doesn't have to be dark clouds, just in any oh. soccer context. Probably all those FA Cups that Arsenal keeps winning. Who would you say is your least favorite? Not, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Not David's. Other than that, uh, who would you say is your least favorite non-American player? <laughs> All right, Jack has has, has <laughs> given away the. <laughs> Jack has given away the microphone. All right, so we are heading down to Kansas City. We are literally probably like an hour and a half outside of Kansas City and literally. we have yeah we have literally we're literally you, that estimate you you know this much because you are from this or you've been in this part yeah, of town yeah i know every nook and cranny of iowa yeah. because i so, lived here for so a while so we are so we're heading down to Kansas City to watch uh, our team play against uh, Sporting Kansas City uh, Teresa Peterson is here with us and she has been to many games with the loons and and Kansas City, so That's true. how about you give us uh, some thoughts about uh, what this game should be look like? I think it'll be interesting. There's a lot of um, players out that are normally in, so we'll see what the lineups look like on both sides. Um, I think the fans are going to have a great time no matter what. Section is going to be full, so it should be fun. Bus ride's fun, so that's all I know so far. Bus ride. That's we're recording on the bus ride. That's that's kind of the part of kind of the part of it. So bus ride's amazing. So why are, why is the bus ride so amazing versus like just like going down with your stupid friends in like in like a five car like five seater car? 
Well, I don't have to drive. There's boom. Fantastic sponsors giving us beer, coffee, goodies, cake. People, people singing apparently in the back. Yeah. People singing. I can get up and walk back and forth. Um, boom. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, you got nuts of a warrior, and we don't. <laughs> we, we've got nuts of a warrior. All right. Um, how many? So, how many trips have you taken with the Dark Clouds, Teresa? How many? Basically, how many away games have I been to? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Four. Okay. Five, four, something like that's, that. That's that's fucking awesome. Five. And, I forget. And everyone's a, it's a good trip, right? Yes. Okay. You've always, never always. you've never had a bad time. No, never. On a trip. Okay. Cool. Hey, everybody, go on fucking dark cloud trips because they are amazing. Whether it's Kansas City, Chicago, Des Moines, uh, St. Louis, it doesn't really fucking matter. These are awesome trips. So. They are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well All right. worth it. Cool. Thanks, Teresa. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. Can you tell uh, listeners who you are? Uh, Jared Christensen. Why don't you hand him that mic so I don't have to just keep going back and forth? All right. I can so, take this interview. <laughs> so, Jared, uh, you're also you're a Duckhill fan. Never mind. And, uh, but you're also a Minnesota United fan. Can you tell us about, like, where your Minnesota United fan? You might, Minnesota United fan comes from, but also what your, where your United States fandom comes from. Uh, well, I mean, as far as I can re- as long as I can remember, I've loved soccer. I played it as a kid. Um, my first kind of memories of U.S. soccer would be trying to find anything out about the U.S. qualifying and the results of the 1990 World Cup in Italy. And it, and it turned out there was one paper the, you know, that covered it. So Those uh, were the days, right? Exactly, yeah. So you, grew up, you grew up in the UP? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, but Men United uh, support comes from, I mean, kind of late. I was always aware of, you know, back in the day of the Thunder, but never really knew where they played. Um, so I kind of, around 2010, actually started coming to a few games. Okay. So, um, but, you know, anytime you can have a good local semi or professional team, um, it's a good time to, you know, go out, hang out with your friends, um, watch soccer. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So um, what is your favorite aspect of going on road games like this? Um, I, I mean, a lot of things. I mean, drinking beer. Um, but generally just having a chance to meet some people that you wouldn't necessarily interact with at a game because i mean you know we're now eight nine hundred strong you kind of sit with your same 10 15 people you don't necessarily talk to the talk to as many people as maybe you did five years ago when we were a much smaller organization yeah it, we're probably like a thousand strong right now, but yeah, but yeah. Well, the numbers are always growing, which is good. Which is yeah, that's great. It's great. So, um, so how do you? So, you, you're a guy who goes. You you travel to a lot of the U.S. men's national team matches. Um, so how do you like balance that with, like, supporting your local soccer team? Because there are a lot of people I know who only want to support the national team. How do you like balance that and say, "Hey, you actually should support the national team or the, the the local team because it's important." Well, I mean, I I think you know, the national team, you know, players obviously come from local teams, and if you're not going to Min United or your local club's team, 
you're, you're not going to see the growth of the sport. You're only going to ever see the guys who are considered top, which unfortunately now are a lot of, you know, European guys. And you're, you're not going to see some of the hidden gems like a Christian Ramirez, who probably isn't going to get, you know, an opportunity this year with the team. But I think next year is a solid gold cup, you know, or I mean, uh, January camp call up to see if he's good enough to kind of get into that second tier of, like, U.S. players. Cool. So, I mean, so, like, so follow-up question to that was, like, so what is your argument to your your friends who are sort of those Euro snobs? That's a really terrible word, like, terrible phrase to use, but it, it is kind of what it is, um, um, to invest in Minnesota and, and MLS and Christian Ramirez and Miguel Ibarra, right. for that matter. Right. Like, well, what, like, how, like how, do you get, how do you get those guys involved? Well, I mean, I, MLS is, 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 you know, grown over 20 years, and it's a much different entity than it was 20 years ago. I mean, there, there are actual, you know, academies where growing players locally, guys are, you know, getting signed at 14, playing, you know, in their state, and then coming up into MLS, and they're good players. I mean, it used to be if you wanted to be, if you wanted to get experience, if you wanted to be on a you know a elite level, you had to go to Europe. Is MLS still maybe a step behind? Sure, but it's not. It's not a giant step behind. It's a much more competitive, you know, game. It's a different style, sure than what Europe is, but it works really well for kind of the Concacaf region that we're in. You know, it's a much more physical, you know, uh, league than Europe is. Cool. Um, so who should we be looking for uh, in MLS players non? Christian Ramirez, obviously, because he's obviously not playing uh, in the Gold Cup in, in the in these Concacaf qualifiers. Oh man, that's I mean, we've got a lot of guys. I mean, the guys who I, you know, we we've got some older guys at, at MLS, but I mean, I still think the Sasha Kleistids, the Betty Field Hoppers, uh, you know, Dom Dwyer has been good for a number of years with Sporting KC. Those are guys who who now that he's a U.S. citizen deserve the opportunity, I think, to to make a Gold Cup or a January Camp call up. Who is the time to yank out? Well, I mean, I've I've always been a a strong opponent that some of these these aging stars, uh, Graham Zusi has done his time, but he's lost a step. Kyle Beckerman's done his time, he's lost a step, in my opinion. Chris Wondolowski um, has lost Fucking a step. Thank you, <laughs> thank God. All right, call. Uh, yeah, Jared, thank thank you. No, no problem. Thanks for doing it. Um, we're gonna bring in uh, the uh, another Dave. This is this is an initial Dave. Uh, Dave, Dave who's never actually Daved before. Hey, Dave, how's it going? I'm drinking beer and sitting on a bus. It's all good. Cool. Um, so, what do you bring to soccer in, in Minnesota? Like, uh, what do you bring? What do I bring? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've done what, my what, time. What I'm have, one yeah. of the OGs well, sitting around. Talk talk about your OG time. Uh, then. Okay, so my first. <laughs> My, my my first game was way back in 2005, the infamous uh, Open Cup Colorado game. Uh, and then my second game was the 2005 U.S. Open Cup game in Kansas City, which wasn't in Kansas City because they weren't going to open up the okay. football stadium. Well, we, d we don't actually play in Kansas City tonight either. Right, I know. Well, you know, this was it's, in Missouri. It's neither here nor yeah, there, but yeah. Um, yeah, so that was a long time ago. You know, I've seen the... I was there for the urination simulation, which was hilarious. 
All right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Whatever. I'm just still around doing things no. and helping dark clouds. I, I mean, just randomly do stuff. No, I, I was, you know, for several years, I was the guy playing Ludwig and keeping the beat. And uh, I don't know. That's, that's, that's More cool, than man. once had to be restrained from running onto the field, yelling at the refs. <laughs> no, that's cool, man. So uh, you are, D Dave, you are one of the, the, I mean, we are both named Dave. Um, we're both generally named David, but we... Uh, we, we sort of took our inspiration from the Daves because there were Daves in when this. Though there, uh, th there are Daves in in this in this uh, soccer culture of uh, yeah, the I don't know why. And so we were basically just like, yeah, we we are the Daves. There's a lot of Daves. Yeah, and we're the Daves you know because we are the Daves you know now. You guys were the Daves we well, knew I was back then. One of them, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm still so. We we like we really appreciate uh, your contribution I, to to this to this goddamn thing that we I love that, that we continue to do. So, so many more people. Um, I mean, this has been awesome the last say three or four years. Um, really, since uh, since the, the you know the name change and rebranding all that, because because those years two thousand nine, ten, eleven were were pretty rough. Um, I was there for like 2011, 2012. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was, to, it was dicey. It was a lot of fun to, you know, win the the champ, the cup and drink surly out of it and all that crap. But, but yeah, where are we going to be playing next year? You know, my, uh, I was in 2012, I was in Tampa for that final game and was standing right next to Jordan, who's now, what, executive director, whatever, of the, the Hall uh, of Fame, soccer, yeah. Hawker Hall of Fame down in Dallas. Um you know, he was the GM, and we were like, are we going to have a team next year? Is this the last game for this team ever? And, uh, you know, it was, it, was a, you know, it was a rough time. So to see, it, to see it grow to this, and, you know, we got a full bus here, and I don't know how, how many, what was 140 at least in our group? 200, 200 people going to Kansas. This is yep. awesome. Um, I love it. So you 17,000 regularly. It's all right. It's all right for now. So you indicated that you're one of like the OGs, right? Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Well, well sort of. I sort mean, this of. is what people have told me, right? OG enough, right? Um, yeah. You know, I'm sitting over in 138 with uh, the gray clouds. With the gray clouds, yeah. yeah. Um, so out of those guys, those other OGs that people commonly think of, uh, whom is your least favorite supporter, and why? <laughs> why do you why do you have like the beef that you have? My with them? least favorite. Who's who's the one oh. that just grinds your gears the most? I'm not even gonna go there. You know, I, you know okay, I can, I can give crap to all the guys that moved away, because you know okay, we, we, that, yeah. we've got people who have been put, but you know they they they're still supporters and they're still having a good time. And whether it be sure. uh, what was your question? the least favorite, I'm not his, no his least favorite dark cloud. <laughs> I mean, I've had I've had a good time with That's a great uh, question. Answer, that question, yeah, answer it. This is, this is journalism. This is hard-hitting journalism. And I, I, I'll be I'll I'll be a politician and say no. I'm not answering that question. <laughs> Let me ask you another question. Oh wait, no, no, no. Hang on, hang on. I got the least my least favorite guy who ever was with the Dark Clouds. I'm not calling him Dark Cloud. This is a good story. Was a guy we called the Narc because he looked oh, like a God. narc. 
he looked like a narc. Right. Well, he had like a hat that said, I'm not a policeman or something. Right. Okay. Um, so back in uh, 08 or 09, when we were... Uh, <laughs> when we were when we were uh, still standing behind the visitors bench on the west side stands, right? We're we're standing up there and they're sort of nicer seats. Yeah. And uh, I'm playing Ludwig and I see this this cup of beard fly by me. I mean, there were bad ref calls and all sorts of crap going on. And I just see this cup of beer float past me, like just perfectly floating through the air, not spilling, and and hit one of the other players visitor players and like right there laying next to him and yeah. i'm like holy crap and but we all turned around and pointed at this guy who was because you don't throw crap onto the field right. right you yell you taunt you call out their names but you don't like actually interfere with the play right and it was so yeah so i mean even before security could get there we had already pointed him out and we're escorting him out of and and we Hadn't seen him for years until a couple weeks ago at TCF. A bunch of us were standing around before the game in there, and we were like, "Hey, isn't that uh, isn't that the narc?" Did you carry him out of the out of the stadium for good? Well, I was I was on, I was on the drum, but yeah, I mean, a okay. bunch of people basically said, "Nope, you're out of our section," and then he got kicked out of the oh, state out shit. of uh, the NSC, and we never saw him come back. That's and great. you know, NSC was small enough that that's fucking that's, that's awesome. There's man. my there's my so, least favorite. There's your least favorite. Yeah, hey, I got a that, nice ready. That's good. Dude, that's fucking awesome. Thank you, thank you for all thank that. Thank you, Dave. Um, Appreciate it. All right, so we have we have a do a do Rosales here, uh, and the do is going to ask us a question. Uh, we asked him to ask a question as well as David Smith as we're getting closer to uh, Kansas City. So, Adu, what's your question? All right. So there's a lot of uh, songs out there that we sing for specific players. And a lot of them are cool. Some of them have been faced out. Uh, of the current players that we don't have a song for, who would you like to have a song for? <laughs> Holy shit. That's a good question. Let's see. Um... You know, I don't think we have a I don't think we have a firm settled song for Abu Dunladi, really. Uh, um, we we don't really. It's no. like a tune from Aladdin. It's like we score do. Roll, go something something Abu Dunladi. That's that be that, good? I mean, that, but that's not like a firm song yet. So well, let's, I agree let's with you. I agree with you on that let's one. Lock yeah. it down. Um, other other players for whom uh, we don't have a song. Uh, I guess Jome doesn't have a song. What should we do with Jome? What do you think of Jome? I mean, does does Coleman? Oh, you're right. T, T does Coleman have a song? Uh, yeah, the uh, Carly J- Ray Jepsen. Coleman, the Carly Ray Jepsen one. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Or, or as, a, as I pitch, that is which I, I don't. I, I think we don't have to lock that down. How about this? I can feel him coming in the air tonight. I hate fucking Phil Collins. So no. Oh, Pass. Hard. Fucking pass He's been on that waiting one. for this moment. Hard fuck no, absolutely hard pass. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do the color jumps okay. one because yeah, whatever. Okay. Fuck it. I don't. What are we doing? For I really Thiessen? do what not do want. Thiessen? We. I don't think we have a, a good a good song, set for Tyson. I think you're. I think you're right, buddy. We got one. We were actually uh, just trying to like uh, throw some ideas out there. And uh, one that came out that kind of fits real nice with Jerome Thiessen is the um, uh, Carry On My Wayward Son. 
Who is who? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Adu. Who is the other person that we were trying to? Oh yes, you were assigned a question. Oh, wow, just, way to be transparent about it. Who is your favorite celebrity, Dave? Celebrity date? Dave. Oh, Dave. Oh, celebrity. Well, let's see. What is the celebrity date that I've been on? That's my favorite. Uh, my favorite. Uh, cele- uh, shit. Boy, these are questions out of nowhere, aren't they? Um, no, it's not David Hasselhoff. Dude fucking sucks. Um, um, we're just gonna we're gonna edit out all the silence. Dave Sh- Dave Chappelle is good. David Bowie's dead. Fuck you. Go to go to hell. Yeah, as soon as he died, um, I was like, can't remember. My favorite, my my favorite, my, 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 my favorite celebrity uh, date with a Dave is uh, David Duchovny. David Duchovny? Yeah. That dude's David fucking, Duchovny? Yeah, that, yeah, Duchovny. Uh, that dude's fucking weird. Yeah, that's true. But he's also, like, he's cool with sex and stuff. And He's cool he's with also, sex? You like that he has a liberal attitude yeah, towards but he, sex? But he's also weird, so there's yeah. that. So Okay. I don't know. That's good. Yeah. David Duchovny. Uh, let me give you one out of left field. David Gilmore plays guitar for Pink Floyd. He's a oh, chill, chill dude. Right, chill right, dude. He's already right, a guitar. I like, like that Pink one. Floyd, so I like that one. Just trying to go out of left field. Right, Thank you one. for asking your assigned right, question. Yeah, ask your own question. If you could sweat any liquid instead of sweat, what would it be? Oh, this is the good stuff. This is good. Right, you're on this one first. Uh, so if you could sweat any liquid but sweat, what would you sweat? Oh, man. Um, so presumably, like... Water is you can't it's sweat water of, anymore, yeah, right? Okay. <laughs> oh shit! So, so oh oh okay. This is like a what would you what would you rather? But with like not another another part of the what would you rather? You just so like I could sweat I could sweat liquid gold for all for all of the uh, all of the. Like would, whiskey sweats, I get. You would be fucking horrific to look upon as just sweating gold. I don't know. Uh, that sounds like a uh, there's like a I Midas drink, allegory. In I there. could like, drink. Maybe all, I shouldn't have done this. I could drink all the whiskey I want, and sweat cold. Yeah, you're just, sweat you're just like this weird fucking Rumpelstiltskin. That <laughs> just you just pour liquor into your cake hole and then it turns into gold. Yeah. Eh. That's, that's good. Uh, eh. I'm, I'm not going to go that direction. Uh, I'm going to sweat. Um, what direction would you go? <laughs> fucking uh, renewable energy. No, uh, I'm going to sweat. Uh, I'll be motherfucker. <laughs> uh, All right. How, how about, how about a, I, so I don't want to be do, sticky. Do, I don't want to do, sweat do like syrup or pop or something, shit like that, you know. Uh, I think I'd want to sweat um, iced tea. How about iced tea? Unsweetened iced tea. Fresh southern iced tea. No, not sweet. I don't want to be sticky, and I don't, you know, I don't want something that smells either. You know, I don't want to like sweat beer. Like, oh, beer! I got free beer for life because now I sweat beer. But then you smell like beer every where you go. Uh, well, but iced tea just you, has a fresh summertime smell. You completely missed the point. I complete you? 
You completely missed the point, and I'm going to sweat uh, fucking whiskey. You're going to sweat. I'm going to sweat. You went from, uh, you went I'm going to drink gonna sweat, whiskey uh, and sweat gold I'm sweat, to I'm just going to sweat uh, old whiskey. Pappy whiskey. Old Pappy. Old Pappy? Yeah. All right. So. That was a much better question. Yeah, not soccer related, but that's perfect. So I, t- I don't know why anybody would want to ask us a question now, but um, I thought, can I ask you the same question? It would neither were we. So let's let no. You don't need to be prepared. Let's talk this out. So you're able to sweat sweat anything. Yeah, Aaron. Um, you can sweat anything. There's no rules. There's no laws. There's no gods. I agree. I would also not want to be sticky. Okay, that's key. So can't be a sweet. Would you not sweat fresh, clean water for the the starving persons of the third world? Yeah, but it'd only benefit the people around me, so... It would only benefit the people around you? Yeah, I mean, You don't want to harvest this fresh, clean, cool water and get it to... I'm not going to sweat water and then, like, put it in a... Okay. I can't, like, ship my sweated water across the world. I guess I could. You could. I could also just... It's really your choice not to. You choose each day not to. I could fill up anything out of my tap and ship that. Holy shit. You know what? You could fill up your gas tank. What if you sweat gasoline? I don't like that smell. Don't you? I kind of like it. Okay. Um, you know, what about, like, uh, vanilla extract? Vanilla extract? It smells extract? good, and it's kind of expensive. It would smell very so you strong. you could sell that. Yes, That's you could okay, sell though. it. That's fair. It would smell very strong, I though. I always throw out liquid gold, but that'd be a pain in the butt. It would be a lot of work to deal with that, yeah. It'd be heavy. What if you just sweat? Hey, why didn't we say this? What if you just sweat, um, like, body wash? Well, no, because then, cause you then you're, you're always the smelling okay, and then like you just hop in the shower and it's there. You just all right. She gives up, but right. that's a good answer. No, no you gave up. That, you no, she that was that, that was, that was, dude, that, was dude, that was a good answer. That was a good answer. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> the vanilla extract was a good answer. The correct answer was uh, old pappy whiskey. Old pappy, uh, yeah, whiskey, because that shit is. Uh, Fucking uh, amazing. Keep your job by going to work and smelling like whiskey every day. Yep, that's my jingle for Old Pappy Whiskey. So, uh, obviously, we had a lot of fun on the bus. Um, I don't know if we accomplished yes, we a lot. Uh, no, we did not. I drank a lot. I, I accomplished drinking a lot of beers. Can I tell you, uh, I had one beer on the bus. That's it? I had one beer. That's, there's, that's the reason there's, like, five cases of beer in the, in the dark. Because I didn't right drink now. five cases well, that were mine. No, you and probably some other people. So people were being responsible. I, again, like, as, as I mentioned, I did not go to bed i started drinking at five o'clock in the morning um and yeah so it was like any other day well no because you would never I, wake I up that early workers listen to this podcast no i don't oh. wake up and start i don't wake up and start drinking at five o'clock in the morning but okay anyways <laughs> the bus was fun you had a good you had a good time right i had a great time and yeah. I, you know I, d- I didn't need to be intoxicated for that i didn't want to drink for seven hours only to then go stand out in the boiling hot sun for seven hours while also drinking I, uh, I just wanted to feel good for it. Uh, I did when I got to the tailgate. Had a bunch of drinks. Uh, young lady there was offering Jello shots, and it, they, 
I don't think she used any water in them. I think it was just 151 and like <laughs> Jello mix because those things were bold. So I, I yeah. caught up. I, I don't feel bad about yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I had a couple beers at the tailgate and then I stopped drinking because uh, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, Let's get into it. Um, so the game itself, we talked about the fun, the bants. Um, God, game itself was so not we, great. We got to start off with the best moment of the game because that's just how we do. Um, what was the best moment of the game? I mean, there was no good moment of the game for us other than the fact that our section sang the entire fucking time. Oh, God, And yeah. we were singing louder than the goddamn cauldron. Certainly. The blue hell, if yeah, they, you will. It was heaven. They, th- you could not hear them at all. At all. And, like, but for, like, a, like the third goal, we kind like, everybody kind of just was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And then everybody else was like, let's fucking keep going. And we sang the it. entire game. I mean, honestly, Minnesota United actually named the supporters, the away supporters, the player of the match because no one else deserved that, that spot. We sang. It was awesome. I mean, I'm not even talking about, like, the bus ride down, but, like, the people in the, in the section, mm-hmm. the energy – if we can if we can bring that every time and we have i think every like big away Certainly, section yeah. we've brought that energy and I, re- I i really want that to be the legacy of minnesota united uh uh away traveling supporters whether you're dark cloud tne unaffiliated doesn't matter like you go to a, an away match you bring the fucking fury and if that's what we if that's what we do and that's what we're known for i'm cool with that I think bring the fucking fury is going on our t-shirt when that gets made. That's, that's a good quote. That is fair. Um, so let's talk about a question that's going to be maybe a little easier to talk about. Yeah. What was your worst moment of the game? Um, I'm going to go with the Abara injury. So it happened so early in the game. And the, this team was already like Dixie Cup, kiddie pool thin when it came to like the roster that they had. Uh, that injury forced Adrian Heath to take a high dive into a uh, basically like a Dixie cup a la Bugs Bunny from Looney Tunes and uh, he put in he made the wrong decision he put in Rasmus Schuler so he put in another eight we'll talk about that later so he put in he had three eights on the field as opposed to maybe one eight um, and so that so particularly that Ibarra injury for me was the worst moment of the game because the game was not, I mean, it wasn't like Kansas City was bossing Minnesota and then Ibarra got injured. The first five minutes. Yeah, it was like literally like in the eighth minute of the game. And so that totally changed the complexity of the game, the tactics. Like literally Adrian Heath changed his formation from what they've been practicing and and planning on for an entire week in, in seven minutes to have that gone. Um, I think that, for me, is the worst moment of the game. It wasn't actually probably the worst worst moment of the game, but it was the worst moment of the game for me. Yep, I think um, – so, so I'll agree with that because uh, there's so many dominoes that fall with the Ibarra injury. It's not just about Ibarra. It's about um, – our depth doesn't help, but you need to make a tactical shift as well as just a replacement for the player because you don't have – you don't have uh, other than uh, um, um, Kadri and well, they were, yeah, they were they were super short. I mean, Kadri and Shula were both in the 18 for the first mm-hmm. time in a long time, but right. yeah, and and didn't go with Kadri, so that's where their faith oh, yeah, is in Kadri right now. That's um, but whole other thing. 
<laughs> yeah, right. So, um, so that that substitute then forces you to change uh, not only your um, just player, but your formation and your tactics. And that decision then, the next domino that falls is that you don't have, maybe didn't have a true uh, guy shielding the back line, and so it's all on the back line, and that forces them to play more compact. Especially once you got a guy in on goal, uh, somebody's got to cover him. Certainly not a defensive mid, and so everybody becomes more compact, centralized. But that leaves the wings wide the hell open. So that Ibarra injury, and and you don't have Ibarra defending on the wings either. That doesn't help. So uh, especially in the first half, they were utilizing Kansas City was utilizing their right half where Ibarra would have been all day long, streaks down the field, chance after chance. Honestly, I'm surprised that they didn't have. Uh, uh, two, three in the first half. They only really ended up scoring. Uh, I think it's stoppage time of the first half. Yeah, so. I mean that leads me to like the most what the fuck moment of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell tell me that. I mean, so I mean you're right. Like the fact that that you had you had Schuler. So the team went from basically a you know the their typical four two uh, two one formation, one that they've been playing, basically the same formation they've been playing, but with other players plugged in, to basically a 4-3-3 or a 4-5-1, a, a honestly. Um, and uh, and so, and Schuler does not play out wide, so he, he the, the, the compact in, and then basically the fact that Minnesota kept uh, Casey off the board for the entire first half, but for stoppage time, um, it's pretty impressive, but you saw basically what you were just saying, David, uh, was that there was a, a some opportunities in the Minnesota half um, at the very deep end of stoppage time, and um, Ike Opara came in, like drafting him from center back, and hit something from the top of the box where no one actually moved, literally. No one from Minnesota moved. And yeah. it wasn't even it wasn't even a great shot. It was more like a pass. He passed it into the back of the net. And I've had that done to me in FIFA before. <laughs> yeah, scorecard uh, for the match official. What do you got there? I don't know. C minus. Uh, I mean time wasting in the forty third minute for Bobby Shuttleworth is kind of fucking ridiculous. But ultimately it was not the official to blame for this loss, so I don't know. I see C minus. I'm I um so my, I, I thought he was fine. Yeah, I, I thought it went fine. Um, I don't know how I feel about the uh, the card for uh, time wasting, and what I mean by that is to say, I've got this. Um, so for playing Dungeons and Dragons, oh, I'm good. secretly uh, take a nap now. Oh god damn it! I'm secretly like totally lawful neutral. Uh, I honestly I don't mind it when they they kick the rules in and uh, and keep the game from becoming whatever it's going to become proactively. So I don't always mind that. Um, so I don't know. I didn't I didn't gr begrudge him that. I stopped talking about D and D so you can come cool. back. Cool. So you're done with that? Okay. Yeah, I'm done. Awesome. All right, I'm back. Um, All right. So the next Freddie Adu award for star of the game. Uh, I mean, obviously, there was no Minnesota player that deserved this. So I went with Icopara. Um, I mean, obviously, he got the goal. And you're right. Like, I call it a pass, but it was actually – it was not a terrible shot. It was a speculative shot at best. But, he, right. you know, it, it went on net, and no one, oh. literally no one fucking made a move at it. So good on him. But more importantly, he controlled the center of the pitch uh, in front of the, in the Kansas City goal. And the dude – the dude knows uh, he's, you know, I don't know, 
should call him the like the uh, FAA or whatever because he's got control of the fucking airspace above the Kansas City goal. So he does. Um, you know, Kapara, like we had we had several opportunities in the second half, and he he took care of all of them basically. So he was the man of the match for me. Did Ikopara deserve a U.S. men's national team call up? Above who? Matt Beezer? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, he probably – he should. He probably does. And the fact that he's – yeah. Well, I'm wondering what is their perception of their depth at center back because Jeff Cameron's uh, not going to be there is, uh, uh, because of European play. John Brooks is not going to be there because of uh, European play. Like, what is the perceived depth at center back that you don't bring in Ico Parra? I have no idea, but – um, you got to have six goalkeepers. Not going to not have six goalkeepers. Yeah, I mean, Minnesota, you know, uh, the U.S. men's national team has 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 a, has a uh, dearth of center backs. So the fact that they're not that they're not bringing in the yeah. Ikopara is especially when there's a couple that you I don't know. Yeah, kind of a, kind yeah. of astounding, but I don't know. We'll see. If you had a 90 man shortlist for a tournament, <laughs> there should still only be three goalkeepers on it. That's my Pretty opinion. much, yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. yeah, yeah, you're right. God damn it. All right, how about you? What was your uh, start of the game? Um, Dom Dwyer. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> his substitute appearance. Uh, did you notice that the first thing he did when he hit the field was he, he had a dive? You might not have noticed it, but I'm sure you assumed it. I did. Yeah, well, no, it definitely I assumed it. I did not notice it. So. Oh, my God. I wanted to write a satire piece because Dom Dwyer recently visited um, WWE, World Wrestling uh, Entertainment. He oh, was yeah. backstage there, and they recorded some stuff. Um, I wanted to write a satire piece where all the um, wrestling stars were complaining that Dom Dwyer was too much of an over-actor. <laughs> uh, I might still write it. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> I so mean, I love, I love uh, the Dark Clouds. Or the chance that have came up in the dark cloud section of that your wife's a better striker, um, and the implication that uh, that's a sexist chant is kind of astounding to me. That doesn't make any sense at all. It's because they have the same job, so we're just implying they have the same job. They played on the same afternoon. Yeah, they were playing at the same time the other night. <laughs> so I like, someone, like they got to kiss each other and leave for someone work. Someone was like, "Oh, that's sexist that you're saying that your wife's a better striker because you imply that the wife can't do a good job." And it's like, no, actually, we're we're saying that saying it because your, it's woman, objectively your, your, your true. wife, the woman that you are married to, is actually better at the same job that you are doing. I and I don't understand how that is a sexist chant, but that's just me. Whatever. I love Sydney. She's amazing. I, me too. I love Sydney. The I, yep. you know, we're Dave's. I know are very, very pro women on this uh, podcast and our website. We have uh, done that, you know, for. Yeah, we've talked to NWSL. I'm yeah. happy to do so, so anytime. And yeah, and basically, yeah, his wife's a better striker. So I, she is, why yeah. can't I, why can't I cheer? Your wife's a better striker. You can, and we did. Oh, yeah. um, let's talk about the next Freddie Adu award for the shittiest player of the game. Uh, can we just deal the whole deck on this one? Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, I don't know. There was like Shuttleworth played all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go backwards because Shuttleworth played okay. Coleman uh, wore the captain's band. He didn't play terrible. And Ramirez, you can't really give it to Ramirez because Ramirez didn't get any service at all. Yeah, what do, you, what do you so, want? Yeah, like, he's on an island. So there's a you know a bunch of people in there. I I mean honestly, I'm gonna go with Schuler just because um, I know he was put in a really terrible position uh, coming on for Ibarra. 
but it's you know he had six forward passes out of 57. Six For forward passes. Forward passes okay. out of 57. So 51 of his passes were either sideways or backwards. You know what's tough about that is not, not only is that a bad stat, but because of uh, game states, what we call game states, the fact that United were behind, you would have expected uh, Kansas City to lean on the back foot and we would have a little bit more possession, we'd have a little bit more attack going forward just because they don't have to play aggressive anymore, that that stat still stands despite us being behind for half the game is That's pretty astounding. exactly the fucking point. Yep. So, and I will admit, like, this is partly Heath's fault because Heath brought in Schuler for Ibarra as opposed to Kadri and someone who was probably maybe more, like, ready or akin to attacking and, I, you know, obviously we don't go to training, so we don't know who's prepared. But he basically brought in someone the same, who is doing the same job as Ibsen and Warner and no one doing a job of, of backing up those guys in a sixth role, which, you know, Cronin being out for the suspension would have been in. So, I mean, yeah, I, I just – I've had to get to one person's shooter, but it's – at least three or four dudes, probably. It was a bad game. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Colin Warner. Um, and my biggest beef with Colin Warner is that he's. <laughs> you hate uh, him. So, so let me let me put an asterisk. <laughs> yeah, it, my biggest beef with him is that I hate him and he spells his name wrong. Um, he either one of two things happen. Either he is told by Heath, eh, get forward, or he ignores his role assignment. Uh, one of those two things happens. If Heath is telling him, and we don't need a defensive midfielder, what we really need is for you to do exactly what Ibsen is doing, then that, of course, is on Heath. I don't think that's what he's being told to do. I think that he is, is in there to be a defensive midfielder, and I think he is not doing it. I think he believes he's something different or something more than a defensive midfielder. If he hung back and played defensive midfield that game, I think he would have had a lot more success. Instead, he wanted to do the shit Ibsen was doing, and that uh, Schuler came on and decided he would do also. Um, Warner, man, hang back, bud. Play defensively. So, so my, question, my question to you is, um, so clearly... Clearly, Warner's done this before, but clearly, it's, yeah, it's it's not, it's. I mean, I guess I don't know what he's telling him to do, but clearly he's not doing what Cronin does. Oh, well, obviously not. And what Cronin has been asked to do theoretically, I mean, maybe Cronin's, maybe Agent Heath is just like a fucking. He's just trying to trump the shit where he's just like sort of. You know, kind of managing shit, but just letting people do whatever the fuck they want, like me with Russian ambassadors and shit. <laughs> so maybe Heath has no fucking idea what's going on. I I don't choose to believe that. So if Heath has told had told Warner to like, hey, I need you to sit back. You let Ibsen do his shit in the eight. You sit back. You be the defensive stalwart you be the guy with the big tackles and stuff in front of the defensive in the in front of the defense and you know you create the turnovers you create the transitions and clearly Warner's not doing that um, and he hasn't done that ever in his time in MLS quite frankly like let alone Minnesota why the fuck not give Colin Martin a shot at doing that and like no I know call that's not typically Colin Martin's role but what if you just tell Colin Martin, "Hey, <clears throat> we need you to be like be Sam Cronin light. Just be Figure there. 
be a big-ass presence when you can transition from the defense to the attack. What, like, how, like, how many uh, nudie picks of uh, Inchi does uh, Warren have? Or you know, they don't call him Inchi for nothing. So. Uh, or uh, conversely, instead of sticking sticking a midfielder in there, you know that you're going to have to do a uh, bunker is a strong word, but kinda against this team that becomes apparent quickly. You have an opportunity to make a sub five minutes in. Joe Greenspan, USL, uh, one of the uh, uh, candidates for Player of the Month. Uh, put him in the defensive midfield. Or if not that, I mean, you know, move one of your other center backs up into the defensive midfield, put Joe Greenspan on the back line, whatever you think is the best fit for that, go defensively. Um, yeah. I, I argued in an article I wrote last week that our best defense was an offense, but by the time Miguel Ibarra is gone, uh, by the time you're faced with a decision of playing a whole bunch of like players in a similar role, you know, then my logic, my logic was mood at that point. So... <clears throat> The question I have for you before <coughs> before we jump into other United news is yeah. will Minnesota win a game on the road this year? Yes. Um, Where? I, if you asked me to bet money that it would be more than one, I would tell you I'm not ready to do that. But it's, it's, a, so long, it's a long season. and uh, over, over under is – so I bring this up because the, uh, the winning percentage at home is like, like almost like six – like it's like 68% and the average points per game for the home team is like 1.92 right now per Matt Doyle um, on MLS uh, soccer. So where, I mean, where does Minnesota win an away game? Um, why don't we do this? Uh, I'm going to pull up our schedule and, and start to remind myself where our road games are. And uh, right. as soon as we come back with other United news, I'm going to finish other United news with an answer to that question. How's that sound? Okay, sounds good. So all should right. I jump into other United news while you uh, look this yeah, up? Yeah, why, why don't you get us going, all right? All right. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. So other United news, obviously, uh, Christian Mira's uh, Gold Cup snub. Um, there's actually uh, 55-1 wrote, uh, West Berdine wrote a, a great piece about, like, how this was a snub and very fair piece too. I mean, he looked at the fair. players on the roster Absolutely. and said, "Yeah, sure, he gets a call." He gets but beyond, a call. but beyond, like our own, you know, local soccer press, um, a bunch of uh, national people have picking up the uh, the mantle of Christian Ramirez and and said, "Why the hell is Christian Ramirez not uh, not on this at least the forty man roster? Not even that he's making the the Gold Cup roster, but like." Why is he not even on the 40-man initial right. roster? So, I mean, good news for Minnesota that we're not going to lose Christian the Gold Cup. I think we all thought we might, and that would be even more depth loss. So good for us, but bad for Christian. And I really hope he uh, carries this chip on his shoulder for the rest of the year and, you know, scores 20 fucking goals. So get he, on you. He go. does that. Go, Christian. Go. Yeah. Um, he thrives on the chip on the shoulder. Uh, this is one more. Um, if I can throw any kind of bone the way of the people who are still dissenting, he has performed at this level, there's no doubt, but he has performed at this level for three months. Um, that's not an automatic indication of national team success. Now, yeah. uh, a guy like CJ Spong has had multiple years to show that he can consistently perform at this and level. And he's shit he's kind of he's, he's been okay, but never no. really risen above CJ okay. Spong's kind of shit so. most of the time. So. <laughs> Uh, when he's not getting a DUI, he's okay. So, um, cool. But, I mean, never I'm glad CJ Sapong scored like seven goals in three games, but was shit 
the rest right. of the year. So cool. I, I'm Good not, on you, Bruce. I, 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 I am not trying to disagree. I'm just trying to throw any kind of bone I can the way that centers. Bruce okay. Arena, you're a piece of shit. Sorry. Yeah, he used to coach the LA Galaxy. I don't know if you knew that. He's not anymore. He's coaching the U.S. Men's National Team. Let me say so, uh, so uh, for coaching the Galaxy, he's, he's a big a piece, piece of, of human feces. But that um, picture of him drinking out of the champagne bottle after winning a cup in 2014. That is gold, and I will love him forever for that picture. Okay. Okay. Uh, next United News. What do you got? <laughs> so, uh, speaking of Joe Greenspan, we mentioned him earlier. <clears throat> you mentioned, actually, this specific piece of news. Uh, you know, stomping on my touchdown call. Um, Sorry. He was, he's, uh, Joe Greenspan is up for USL Player of the Month for May. Uh, he spent most of the May with the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Which is a real uh, team name. We which researched is a real it. team name of the USL. Um and should he actually probably would get some time, uh, at least uh, for the uh, U.S. Open Cup match that's coming up oh against God, Kansas City. To. So, uh, and then uh, the other really big piece of United news is the construction timeline. Uh, per Nick Rogers in an NPR interview uh, earlier this week, is going to be introduced in the next few weeks. Uh, we've been telling you the stadium's going to open in 2019. That's pretty much what you should expect that the stadium will be opening in 2019. We will probably be playing our first game at home in like the third week of the season, much like we did this year in 2019 in the new stadium in St. Paul in the Midway area. Um, go buy houses in the St. Paul Midway area, please. Watch that value spike. All right, so so when are we gonna win our first away game? Our next away game. Our next. What's what's our not Kansas City oh, for the RSL? Cup, yeah, our next game. So so. <laughs> Couldn't have come at a better time, to be honest with you. Um, so I mean, RSL is a shit show. The, so they are not good. Um, so so we lost three to nothing to Kansas City, and my thought was, God damn it, we're gonna reclaim the mantle of um, of worst goal differential in MLS. And then Real Salt Lake plays again later that day and gives up five goals in the first half. So Real Salt Lake is always there to make us feel a little better. So that's, that's my prediction. If, right, if we so only win one, it's going to be Real so Salt Lake. We, we, we still have away games with Real Salt Lake and uh, San Jose and Atlanta. San Jose. And, they and, just steal and points from me in a United. dirty All right, way. So like, <laughs> you think we're going to beat Atlanta United when they're Chicago, playing at home? The, you know, who knows when the fucking tire fire is going to show up. Um, and so we, Yeah, so, so <laughs> over-under on away wins. It's got to be, will five, we make any? Yeah. You're saying we're we're one, and you're basically your only your only hope is Real Salt, Lake, Real Salt uh, Lake. Yes, in our next the Rio Tinto. Our next league away game. Yes. Great great news about the Rio Tinto is that uh, I I think Minnesota soccer is undefeated at the Rio Tinto. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we play one game, and we yeah, fucked we played and a US drew a yeah. game that we uh, we sold. We own we won the rights to host it, and we sold it. Uh, to Real Salt Lake, and uh, beat them on their own turf. Beat them like three to one. Mercilessly on their own turf. Yeah, like they had seventeen thousand people there. Their own fans were chanting against the team. If I, I think they were saying this is MLS, this is M uh, they were saying that to their own team. So yeah, so so God, if we don't win that game against uh, RSL, we are probably fucked, uh, aren't we? I think you're right. All right, so let's wa let's wrap this up. Uh, Tell them where they can find us. All right. At TDIKMN. You can email us questions as well as your sponsor requests at the Daves I know at Gmail. The Daves I know MN at Gmail.com. Sorry. 
Uh, Facebook.com backslash James I know. I mean, that thing is still under construction. Um, you can see, you can message me on Twitter at Texas Zeller Martin at offensive underscore loons. Um, we are on all the podcast apps, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and, and as of this week, Google fucking play. Google we're, play. We're for real now. Yeah. Get, get that. Get yeah. that podcast shit. Shit. Soon we're, soon we're gonna be Twitter verified, and then we're gonna be super real. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know we mean business. Oh yeah. yeah. Do we have anything else? That's it, man. That's Did it. we do it? Okay. We yeah, did. for our. Oh yeah, the website, of course. Yeah, our, our fucking uh, website shit. Uh, we do shit incredible content every single day from a great staff of writers. I I think we did it. See. All right. We are the Daves. You know, this has been the Daves. I know. You do yours, land here, become feet, con. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our thing, son. Through the act, we attract two, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all. I think you should change your Twitter bio to be like like other guys, like you know, God, family, and the, but then like the list just evolves, like uh, like eventually you just sneak in like uh, hunting knives. <laughs> oh, no! Clearly, mine mine is uh, soccer, uh, whiskey, wife, um, Satan, Second Amendment, Satan, <laughs> Satan, uh, <laughs> Satan again, because twice, because why why the why the fuck not? And then uh, and hams. And hams. Um, so I, I love well, that, my wife more than I love hams, which so you, is you know you have, saying something. You have something. Satan on there three times. I have Satan on there three times, you know, but my wife as well. So you have Satan on there four times. <laughs>